Welcome to uh, Pre-Med Possibilities. I'm joined by uh, Dr. Thomas Lanchoni today. Um, uh, do you want to introduce yourself? Sure. Uh, my name is Thomas Lanchoni. Um, I am a proud father of three children, husband, and a urologist. Awesome. Uh, okay, so I started this idea for the podcast um, this past year, my freshman year of college, because I was really curious about what actual uh, experiences were in the medical field and how people got to where they are, challenges, things that they'd experienced that were really kind of life-changing or things that got them really wanting to be in medicine. Uh, so I guess my first question for you, Dr. Lanchoni, is just um, what was your experience like as an undergraduate? Were you really interested in medicine or were you interested in other things and how did that kind of shape your path? You know, my story is kind of boring. Um, I was enamored with medicine starting at a very young age. Um, I had injured my foot um, in a silly sort of go-kart accident when I was around okay. 10. And um, my uncle, my great uncle, was an orthopedic surgeon. And uh, never forget his sex race and put a cast on me. And I thought, you know, I always loved my uncle, but this was like a whole new level. And I thought, this is, I just want to be, his name was, his nickname was Duke. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I wanted to be like Uncle Duke. That was like right. my dream. And um, so I had the blinders on. Um, right. To go to med school the whole time. And going to med school, I mean, going to college and everything, that was kind of what I had planned. I mean, I did have, um, I had gotten actually, I also had an interest in being, um, potentially serving our country in the military. And so I actually applied to the Air Force Academy and got in there too. So it was kind of a funky time for me um, where I was going to go. But anyway, um, after really kind of sorting that out, college was essentially uh, head down and go, go, go as far as, you know, wanting ultimately to go to med school. Um, right. I had a chance to walk on for the baseball team, um, and I didn't do it, but um, in retrospect, I kind of wish I had. I think that would have been another fun thing to do. Um, but um, for the most part, it was, you know, school activities, um, trying to be involved in school, but mostly just about trying to get the best grades that I could to try right. to get into the best med school I could. So that's kind of how mm-hmm. it went for me. So what was your experience? I know from my experience, we've had, you know, pre-med requirements and taking chem, bio, organic chemistry, physics, um, those type of classes. What was your kind of experience with those? Obviously, you said that you, you know, put your head down. So were you just kind of grinding on all of those classes as much as you possibly could while looking ahead to medical schools? I was. I mean, you know, I had... um, you know, you, you kind of, as you know, get connected with an advisor, and the advisor was helpful in helping you pick classes uh, that were tailored to being pre-med, specifically mm-hmm. um, the, the classes mm-hmm. that you mentioned. Um, you know, and in those classes, of course, um, you focus pretty hard on trying to get the best grades that you could. And <laughs> it wasn't necessarily for the enjoyment of learning, but more for the grade, unfortunately. It should have been right. the other way around, and the grades would come naturally, but I think you know, if I were to do it again, I think I would have tried to enjoy the the ride a little bit more than I did. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Um, were there any other classes you took uh, that you remember uh, as an undergraduate that you were really interested in, or was it mostly kind of 
getting those classes, those STEM classes, um, and kind of going with those. Could you say that one more time, Maggie? I'm sorry. Yeah, no worries. Um, were there any other classes that you took as an undergraduate that you were kind of shocked that you really enjoyed, or was it mostly trying to take those pre-med requirements and kind of going with those? Um, you know, I really enjoyed, um, I really enjoyed this one class in particular, believe it or not, it was in the ag school, uh, at Cornell <laughs> where I went and it was called cultural entomology. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, bizarre, but it was interesting. The professor was, um, this very, um, venerable guy who was an entomologist, of course, but he tried to come up with different things in history that were affected as affected by insects. Right. And it was unbelievable the various things that insects had done over the course of history and changed the world. I mean, not, not dissimilar from what COVID has done for us now. Yeah. Uh, interestingly, but um, that was probably one of the most surprising gems um, in college. Uh, there was also, um, some economics classes. There are a few economics classes I really enjoyed taking as well. Uh, mm-hmm. In addition to um, you know, some of the basic, some of the other bio, I was a bio major, so some of the other biology major major classes. Uh, maybe uh, evolution was really good, and so was um, anthropology. So I enjoyed those as well. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Um, so I guess my next question would just be, you have gotten to your senior year and what was your journey, you know, looking at medical schools kind of, did you have an idea of what you were looking for in terms of a level or was there any specific interest that helped you kind of decide where you wanted to go from your undergraduate? Well, I think we all go through this process. Um, you know, we are our own worst critics. And um, even though I had a good GPA and what I thought were <laughs> I thought were pretty mediocre MCATs. In retrospect, they weren't, but I mm-hmm. you know, tend to be very critical um, yeah. of myself. I had um, really did not know where I was going to end up, but I just I knew I wanted to be closer to home. Um, yep. For me, my, my family's in southern New Jersey. Yep. Uh, or they were at the time. So I wanted to get back to Philadelphia, was the closest city. Um, so I applied all around Philadelphia. Um, so that was a that was a um, that was kind of a given, but also um, I wanted to, to just to see how I would do as far as applying to medical schools or maybe in the top twenty. So um, applied to UVA um, mm-hmm. and Cornell. Actually, if you went to undergraduate at the time, if you were an undergraduate at Cornell, you actually got a, an interview at the med school. Um, oh, that's just awesome! As a courtesy, yeah, which was nice. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I wasn't sure I wanted to be in New York, um, and um, you know, I applied to Duke. Uh, Penn, Jefferson, Temple. Um, at the time, it was MCP, Medical College of um, Philadelphia. Um, and, um, you yeah, know, I kind of just let the chips fall where they would. And, and going through the process, I remember lamenting to my brother, I, I don't know if I'm ever going to get in anywhere. My brother, who's younger than me, looked at me, said, are you out of your mind? And it was one of those moments where it was like, you know, maybe he's right. Maybe I'm not this run-of-the-mill moron that's gone through college right. and actually has a, and actually has a shot of getting into it, you know, a med school. Right. 
so, um, you know, I, again, I think we tend to, at least like speaking for myself, and, and I think a lot of other physicians are this way, is, is that I think we tend to be really hard on ourselves. And um, the long story short was my, my first choice ended up being Penn, where I ended up going. Yep. Um, just I walked yeah. on campus and was just completely enamored by the, the culture of the school, the, yeah. the learning environment, and was um, just my heart just pulled me there. It was, it was an instant lo- uh, love with the school. Yeah. And thankfully, I was able to get in. So, um, yeah, I was incredibly grateful to this day for that school. Yeah. That's great. Um, So I guess going in, you've gotten into Penn. What were you, like, what was your mindset going in, I guess, to your freshman year of medical school? Were you nervous, excited, kind of ready for this next chapter? You know, what, what were you thinking? Well, this is kind of funny. So um, <clears throat> after I got in there and realized, you know, maybe I'm actually a decent student, right. um, I thought, all right, well, you know, I'd been a good student in college. Okay, well, I'm going to be a pretty good student in, in med school. <laughs> right. Well, leading up to that, I kind of felt like I guess coming off that that um, sort of excitement of senior year and getting into med school, the, the med school I wanted right. and, and being, you know, the good medicine and everything, I thought, wow, okay, I must, I must be at the top of my game here. Well, right. first day of orientation rolls around for med school, and these people were, like, incredible. Right. <laughs> they were brilliant, talented, charismatic, um, far more talented than I, than I thought I was. Um, and, you know, I felt very much like an average Joe there, if not lower. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, I think – Going into it, emotionally, I think I was really excited about it, um, hoping that I would be really something maybe unique there. But in, I think when reality set in, I was, you know, just kind of an average person who wanted to be a physician. Right. So I know my dad's story about um, grades going through was that he was, you know, an A student in high school, a B student in college, and then a C student in medical school. <laughs> Your dad is a remarkable man. Um, <laughs> I am a I am a huge fan of your dad. There are, he is one of the most charismatic, um, well-intentioned people that I know. Yeah, and, I'm um, definitely a big fan too. He is a, a wonderful guy and a wonderful doctor. Yeah, definitely. But I guess that just his kind of little tidbit is just it's kind of that transition from you know, high school to college is one thing and then college to medical school where the pool uh-huh. gets smaller and smaller of these people who are all have this one, well, not several different goals, but of going into the medical field, you know, having applied to medical school and having gotten in, everyone's there with a pretty similar mindset, it sounds like. Right. Yeah, I think that that's true. Yeah. Right. Um, so I guess you had that kind of first experience of feeling, you know, everyone around you is incredible. And I'm sure that you are incredible as well, even if you didn't feel like it. Um, But what were your classes like in medical school? Were they enjoyable? Was it kind of similar to your undergraduate where you just kind of had to put your head down and go? Um, Or were you kind of a little, little different from that? Um, You know, the med school experience is not unlike college. In the first two years, anyway, your kind of was basically a year and a half 
of basic science. And it was very similar um, with regard to how you, you were in classes, you had lecture, and then you would have, you know, essentially breakout groups, labs, whatever. Um, and I found it less, I, I guess I didn't feel quite as scared um, mm -hmm. or I wanted to do well, but I didn't feel that pressure to get great grades as much. I still wanted to, um, yeah. but I kind of felt like maybe the pressure was off a little bit. Mm -hmm. And honestly, I tried it's to- It's got to be a nice, a nicer more. feeling to kind of feel, you know, less pressure on yourself, for sure. It was. Yeah. So that was a, that was a big difference about med school. Um, yeah. In the, um, in, the, in the beginning in particular. Yeah, and I know that you are now a urologist. Um, so I was wondering how how did you end up kind of getting more specific into that field? Did you go in to medical school saying I want to look at different possibilities, or were you kind of drawn to that from the beginning? Well, no. In fact, I have a a cousin who was a urologist who was not especially happy. Um, mm -hmm. My dad, my dad's cousin, and I kind of actually didn't ever see myself doing it. Right. Um, so he was significantly older than me, and um, he actually left urology when it became an emergency room physician. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't something that was designed for me. Um, the um, I, so I, given my uncle's the story I mentioned about my uncle from the beginning, I thought I was going to do orthopedics. Yeah. And then I did a, I did a rotation in it, and I I really didn't care for it. I was shocked. Um, yeah. So a friend that I was working in a lab, um, I was actually working in orthopedics lab. I was going to go into orthopedics, and I, I, right. a friend, a guy in the lab was friends with a guy who was a couple years ahead of me in med school, and said, "Hey, if you like surgery, then you should really check out urology." Mm -hmm. And um, I thought, mm, okay. So I met with one of the advisors on campus, and she said, you know, it's a great field. We actually have one of the, the chairmen who's here is, is famous, and you should um, you should connect with him. He's fantastic. And, uh, you know, so his name was Alan, Alan Ween, still at Penn, mm -hmm. and um, he's a very, very uh, well-respected, um, real big thought leader um, and prominent urologist. He's the editor of the major textbook. Um, and so uh, I met with him, and um, he was very upfront with me and said, you know, it's a great field. There are a lot of really great things you can do in the field. Um, and, um, you know, I think you'd really enjoy it. So sure enough, I did the rotation and had a, a fantastic time. The residents were great. Uh, Alan, mm -hmm. Alan was great. And so were the other attendings. And I just thought this is a natural fit. So yeah, that's kind of the direction I had. Mm -hmm. So it was kind of the environment going in. Orthopedics was, you know, you thought you were gonna, you thought you were gonna enjoy it. Didn't end up enjoying it. Urology, you did the rotation. It sounds like this guy was really charismatic and really got you excited about being a urologist. And then from there, you just kind of so you went through your rotations as a junior, junior, senior at medical school. Right. So you have, as you probably are noticing, when you kind of look at the curriculum, at least at the time, uh, for us, it was you kind of, we started sort of halfway through our second year um, mm -hmm. on rotation. And then um, sort of toward the end of my second and uh, third years, 
sorry, toward, excuse me, toward the end of my third and then fourth year, I did a couple of urology rotations. I did adult and pediatric mm-hmm. urology. I did the urology, actually did the urology radiology uh, rotation um, just to get a better sense of the imaging that's used. Right. Um, and um, yeah, that was, that was a really solidified it for me. That's great. Um, do you end medical school or I guess junior, senior year looking at starting to look at residencies, you know, you want to be a urologist. How does that kind of shape what you're looking for in residencies? Um, well, the thing I wanted for residency was I wanted to go to a, a good program that had high volume and uh, a, a good breadth of exposure to the different sort of areas within urology. So, you know, some trauma, some pediatrics, um, a good amount of oncology, endourology. So different, um, there's sort of, like any field, there's sort of different subspecialties within it. The other benefit of, but the other thing I was looking for is I wanted to go to a place that didn't really have any fellows, hoping that um, I would really be the one primarily operating on patients. So right. I a lot of hands-on uh, and a lot of volume. And um, Yeah, absolutely. You know, after looking, yeah. And after looking around, um, you know, Penn was the, was my first choice to stay. So I ended up, um, I ended up matching at Penn. Mm-hmm. So I stayed, I was, yeah. So all, again, I ended up staying in Penn for 10 years between med school yeah. and residency. So it clearly had a, a huge pull for you. That's amazing. It did. I mean, it really, um, it was very formative in my, yeah, in my, in my medical experience and career. I mean, very, very important. So mm-hmm. um, I owe that place a debt of gratitude. Yeah. So your residency, you matched, I guess, I know from my dad's experience that he didn't end up matching for his residency. So I'm kind of curious as to what that experience was like for you having applied and then, you know, getting in on, I believe that Wednesday is when people find out their matches. Um, what was that like for you? I'm just curious as to the different yeah, kind of thoughts going on. We were early match. We were an early we were an early match at the time. I'm not sure if they still do oh, it awesome. that way, frankly, but uh so that was very exciting. Um I kinda had a good feeling I would be going there just because I had a good connection with the with the faculty and the other residents. Um so I wasn't I wasn't entirely surprised, but still nonetheless I was thrilled to be able to end up there. Um yeah, so that was, you know, fortunately I didn't have to move. <laughs> yeah, uh, I was still living in still living in Philadelphia. Uh, was was yeah. a nice. Um, it was nice to be able to stay, and it was also near my family. Yeah, that's great. I guess looking back, I'm curious if there were any moments in in uh, college at Cornell and then at uh, medical school at Penn. Were there any moments that kind of shook whether you thought you wanted to be a doctor at all um or were you just kind of everything you everything that was thrown at you you handled it and still were really confident in what you wanted to do with your life there were a number of times when I felt like I just didn't do it um there were some times during my first my sophomore year in college where there's a lot of turmoil going on in my dorm um with some friends where I thought I just can't do this. And I actually, at one point thought about 
um, completely bailing and going into like the hotel school, mm-hmm. <laughs> so, which would have been a disaster in retrospect. But um, fortunately, um, my family encouraged me to just keep trying to push through and stay the course. And I did. Um, and then there were times in med school I didn't really feel, I never really felt during med school that I was not going to continue in medicine, but there were definitely times in residency when I felt that way. Um, in particular, during my intern year, uh, some of the services were just bananas and um, it was really hard to to stay afloat sometimes. Uh, there was one service in particular uh, called the vascular, you know, on the vascular surgery service. And I happened to be the only intern on the service working this one particular month. And I was really just at my wit's end. The, the days were crazy. The patients were sick and I thought I'm not going to make it. And one day, uh, I, I, whenever I go back to Penn and see this, um, I see the, this escalator in Silverstein pavilion mm-hmm. and walking down the hallway and it took every bit of me to keep walking past the escalator because the escalator would have been the way out and I was walking home. I was just going to walk mm-hmm. off the job and go home and never come back. And it was wow. one of those moments where it was like, <clears throat> um, okay, this is, you got to keep just walking straight and you're just going to not make that turn down that escalator and you're going to keep walking. And um, that was one particular very dramatic moment for me that there was just something that made me stick to it. Um, there were other times during training and, you know, I felt very frustrated with the hours and the, the time and, um, you know, started exploring the possibility of becoming like a consultant or something like that. And, but realized that that wasn't, that really wasn't the mission for me that I was really meant to go and do what I believed I was supposed to do, um, uh, which was to right. get out there, help people and be a, and be a surgeon. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so that that was ultimately what what pushed me through, and the other residents too. The other residents were always a big source of encouragement. That's great. So you guys were all kind of helping each other through the difficult times. Absolutely, it was. That's the one thing I missed the most about residency were the other residents. Um, mm-hmm. We had a really, and we were we only had about fifteen people in the whole program. It was a five year program, right? And, uh, three residents per year and we were we were all tight um and it was really just a great source of encouragement and fun we had a really when we were together we always had a good time uh even when the work stunk it was good to be together so yeah you guys could kind of create an environment where even though it might have been hard it was hard clearly at some points you guys stuck together yes that's awesome um, I guess flipping that instead of, you know, the worst points that were difficult, were there any points in your residency or in medical school where you were just kind of on top of the world, something had gone well, or besides, you know, getting into the Penn residency was obviously incredible. Um, but were there any other moments that you were just, you know, I just killed that. This is incredible. I can't wait to become a urologist. I can't wait to do this for the rest of my life? Uh, one of the first times I did a, um, a kidney operation uh, was, was probably one of those moments for me 
where I was kind of put in a situation and the attending um, said, okay, you get started and I'll be right in. Mm-hmm. And um, I'll be back next soon. thing I knew I had, right. I'll be back shortly. Next thing I know yeah. I'm just kind of operating and sure enough, I have this person's kidney ready to come out. Right. Um, which seemed like it took me 10 minutes, which was, mm-hmm. was longer than that, of course, but just everything went so smoothly this one particular day. And it was like, holy crap, maybe I actually know what I'm doing. And um, that was a, a real moment um, for me because it's always kind of scary when you're around big blood vessels and so forth. Right. As a surgeon, especially as someone who's, you know, maybe not super confident <clears throat> at this point in your training and, and say, hey, you know what? I just did that. And I'm not I'm not even a chief yet. And look what I just did. Yeah. So, you know, Give and as I like to say, back for that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but as I've said to your dad a number of times, you know, one of my one of my um favorite lines that someone told me once is you can only be proud of yourself for fifteen minute increments. Mm-hmm. Um, because there's always something else that keeps you humble. So <laughs> right. when you do get those moments you wanna cherish them. Absolutely. Hold on to those. Yeah. So that was a real sure. moment for me. Yeah. So you're, you get to the end of your residency and then it's on to fellowship. So how did you think about that for yourself? Well, you know, I didn't uh, do a fellowship. I wanted, uh, I was married at the time and we had a child. Um, and um, I wanted to just get out and start making a living. Yeah, uh, I was pretty much done with training at that point. Really felt like I could get out and, and have a nice career just with what I, what experience I did have. I felt like I had enough volume and enough, you know, enough of a breadth of knowledge for the different areas of urology that would be good, that would be suitable for private practice that I would be ready to go. And, um, you know, it didn't go in a straight line for me that way. I um, mm-hmm. We were initially looking near my hometown and um, had a job offer there, but that wasn't a good fit. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we ended up moving upstate Pennsylvania, and that ended up not being a great fit either, just because of the the um, just the location to my 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 then wife's job. Um, yeah, so we ended up moving back back to this area where we are now. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, after that practice wasn't doing terribly well financially, I ended up uh, in the place where I am now, which I've been here for the past, um, whatever it's been, 15 years almost. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, so it's been it's been a journey that way for me. And you know, some people have these things happen, you know, maybe like with the residency part and fellowship part. My sort of roller coaster came a little bit afterwards with fi- right. finally finding a home. Mm-hmm. So, so there were a few a few points. Was it over a few years or was it over jump, the jumping around from, you know, I think one to another? So it was the first job was about 18 months. The second job was about two years. Okay. So they were fairly brief. Uh, in, fact, <laughs> in fact, when I took the my current job, which I'm which is amazing, it was completely fell out of the sky. God threw it in my lap. Um and it was a perfect fit for me. Uh, I'll never forget walking onto the hospital uh, campus 
And I ran into one of the other artists who I'd never met before. He looked at me and he said, isn't this like your third job or something? And I was, <laughs> I was just, yeah, I was so put off by that. But, you know, I could see why someone would think that maybe I didn't have the gumption to stick with one job or whatever mm-hmm. that, you know, that I ended up, you know, jumping around. And so, yeah. um, but I've been thrilled with my, my current practice ever since. Yeah. Definitely. It has, it has its moments. It has mm-hmm. its moments, but I, I do, I do overall enjoy helping people. Yeah, that's great. Um, my last question is really just looking back on your experience. Is there anything you know you would want to say to pre-med students or people who are interested in medicine? Kind of any takeaways, large takeaways from your whole journey. Um, from college to medical school to residency and then on to becoming a urologist? Um, I think if I had to say one thing, and I have told my kids this, um, and I, my, my young, my oldest is ultimately thinking about going to med school. Um, mm-hmm. She just graduated college. So she's, um, and if we've talked about this a number of times, the most important thing I think is to enjoy this journey while you're on it. I think those of us who have gone into medicine, I'm not speaking for myself, I really just focused on the grades and didn't really smell the roses as much as I should have. I should have been, I wish I had enjoyed the journey a little bit more. Um, mm-hmm. Med school, I really enjoyed. I could say, honestly, I think I enjoyed med school. <clears throat> But I don't know if I enjoyed residency as much as I should have and really sort of immersed myself in the learning. Instead, I was just so focused on just trying to get home and get sleep. Right. And um, (laughs) because it was really just bananas with how hard we worked. But um, that would probably be my biggest take-home message. The second second thing, which is almost – which is equally as important, is to remember the mission that we're on as physicians – um, ultimately, at the end of the day, it's about helping people and connecting with people and, and being energized by that. I yeah. think, you know, in today's environment, volume is such a big part of what we do, or, you know, you're seeing patients and you have 15 minutes, whether they're new or a follow-up or have 12 problems or one problem. Yeah. And um, it's hard to keep that in mind when you're just trying to get through your day and keep up and keep on schedule and not be late and, and not make patients unhappy. So. I think remembering um, why we're here and, and, you know, our job is to, is to make a difference and each individual person, I think that, you know, work becomes a whole lot more enjoyable. I know your dad really is very much like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, and so it's, um, that's ultimately why we're here. I think not just as physicians and people in general, but I think as physicians, we have a very unique position in that way. So I think if you keep, if you remember that, you know, if you remember our mission and you remember to, to ex- experience the, the joy of each day and enjoy the journey, I think, um, you know, the process while it's long, I think is definitely worthwhile. Yeah. Great. Those were, those are really helpful. Thank you so much, Dr. Lanchoni, for joining me today. It's my pleasure. Thanks so much, Maggie. Have a nice day. You too. Thanks. Say hi to your dad. I will. Bye-bye. Thanks. See you. Bye.